All right, welcome back to another episode of Sooner Born and Sooner Bred, a podcast about all things OU athletics. We're a father and three sons, and we have no insider information, just strong opinions. Uh, tonight, it's we're popsless tonight. I've, uh, I've got a little bit of insider information. Do you? No, I don't. No, I, I wish I did. <laughs> I wish I did. No pops tonight. Popsless on his birthday. Uh, what's he birthday doing? Boy. Just celebrating his birthday tonight, huh? He celebrated a little too hard, I think, and caught the COVID. Again, uh, I don't think it's COVID. Probably not, but I think he's got. I think it's out. It's be like the fifth time he's caught it. It might it might as well be COVID. Might as well. But I mean, he 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 gets like like everybody else does. You know, like when the weather changes and your allergies. Oh, it's flare been bad up. this year. It has been bad. Like because because it, it's like fall for the last six months. Yeah, I mean, anytime mm-hmm. like anytime the the wind changes directions, it seems to mm-hmm. get mine going. He's the same way. It, we got the same genes and stuff, but for him, it's never allergies. He oh, says. Oh yeah, and you you got half of mom's genes too, and she deals with it year round. I mean, yeah. she's like, she's but, the spokesperson for Benadryl. I mean, he like he's <laughs> the guy though that says it's not allergies. It's never allergies. I've got a he, cold. I've got the flu. He has the man flu every time it comes yeah, on. He's kind of a baby. It's a man flu. You're, I know you're going to listen to this pod. I will say this: I've had obviously I had it last week when we pod, and I was hacking my lungs up over here while y'all were laughing at me. <laughs> So it's, yeah, are you it's, better? I'm better. I'm I'm on the downhill side of it. I've still got some congestion going. I probably won't have to take any cough breaks. I haven't coughed much here lately, but uh, I still got got the old you know, behind the eyes headache um, for the last couple of days. But a lot better, definitely better. Yeah, so. it's good. that time of year, everybody's getting. Dad's sick. apparently he's he's feeling better. He's feeling better. Yeah, he took my boys tonight. Yeah, uh, they're down there with him. Mom, I thought he would. I think mom twisted an arm, made him keep him tonight. I think with the extra kids in that camper, I figured he would sneak out and come down here anyway. I yeah. thought he would show up tonight. Yes, I did. I figured he would, but he didn't. Not yet. Not yet. He may still show up. Um, but anyways, happy birthday, pops! Yeah, happy birthday to pops! Yeah, happy birthday! But uh, well, Christmas uh, is over. How did everybody's Christmas go? It's good. We so, had a good time. Got to see all the family. So. Ready to celebrate some Kwanzaa now? Yeah, yeah. It's gonna. Anybody know the Kwanzaa greeting? You guys know any Swahili? I do not know any Swahili. I read some interesting yeah. stuff about Kwanzaa today, though. Oh yeah. Yeah, I saw the the Twitter on uh, Kamala Harris saying that she basically celebrated, you know, Kwanzaa as a kid, even though it's only been around since 1966. I was gonna say I've. Uh, I've been a lot of places in Africa, and uh, don't know any Africans that actually celebrate Kwanzaa. So. It's a, apparently it's a liberal holiday. I'm guessing, democratic liberal holiday. So. Don't know much about it. Yeah, me neither. I I, I, I learned more about it today than I ever have. From and Twitter, I, I'm pretty sure Kamala Harris um, is a liar. Never celebrated as a child. So, even though she has a favorite Kwanzaa, if she did, I bet if she did celebrate Kwanzaa, she probably celebrated Christmas too. Yeah, I'm pretty sure she did. <laughs> That's kind of goes, right? She was a groundbreaking person. She probably invented Kwanzaa. We yeah. just don't know that. Her and Joe both did. <laughs> yeah. Joe was the father of Kwanzaa. He's father of Kwanzaa. There you go. He's going to come into your house at night and take some property taxes. Fondle your something. children. <laughs> All right. 
Well, anyway, we I had a good Chris. We had a good Christmas at the house. Boys had a good time. Um, Laura's been a little bit under the weather. She's she had uh, all of her wisdom teeth removed, and now she's got a hematoma. Hats off to her. She is a trooper. Oh yeah, I can't believe she did the candlelight service with seven teeth pulled like four days prior, and hematoma. Yeah, I've had one tooth pulled like four times in my life. I've had like four teeth pulled. And I'm down for like a week. At, like I'm not. I don't want to do anything for a week. I'm eating baby food and, you know, pudding for a week. Yeah, she was. I mean, she had like her. She got little, very little room in her jaw, so they had to remove obviously her wisdom teeth. But then they removed a few other teeth that were causing some crowding and stuff. And uh. It I think she'd be fine if it wasn't for the hematoma that got on that one side and she got like a big swollen jaw, looked like... Looked like she'd been dipping big league chew. Looked like Buster Douglas got a hold of her on the left-hand <laughs> side over there. And so, yeah, she... Uh, and I, I know it's painful. You can tell she doesn't feel good. And so she's she's having to take a bunch of narcotics, so she's out of it all the time. Yeah, I don't, I don't blame her. But I, I feel bad having, for her. Having my wisdom teeth pulled was the worst week of my entire life. See, I did just Absolutely. the opposite. Hands I, down. I got the, the other teeth pulled so my wisdom teeth would have room to grow in. Big brain stuff right there. My actual the, the actual wisdom teeth surgery was not too bad. I recovered pretty quickly. I went back to work, and I thought I was better. It was like Friday afternoon, about 4 o'clock, and I kind of tilted upside down, and I was assembling a fan. Oh, yeah. And my, my stitches broke. Oh. And my mouth immediately filled up with blood, and I went to the sink. I'm spitting blood out, and I call the, I call the dentist. And I tell them what's going on, and they're like, "Oh, like bite down on a paper towel, you'll be fine," and um, it never quit bleeding. And now it's the weekend, and there's nobody to go to, and Friday night I'm just choking on blood all night long. Yeah, it's no fun. And it, it won't. It actually won't like, it won't seal. So it's like congealed blood. Yeah, and I'm just drinking it 24-7 till Monday oh. morning. And I, and then I got sick from drinking so much blood, like, yeah, on my stomach. It was, yeah, it was, the, it was I, I literally took, like, a, a paper towels, shoved them in my mouth, and laid face down on my pillow to try to sleep so that the blood would run that out was of my the mouth. Fir- that it, was, was the first... it was the worst 48 hours of my entire life. God. Horrible. First tooth I had pulled, I was, a, I was probably middle school age. And that's basically what, like, they didn't – of course, I went to the dentist here in Walters. He's the one that pulled it. Old school. I mean, he was probably 70 years old. Here's a shot of whiskey. 1990. Yeah, a shot of whiskey. Right pulled out the, the big metal syringe with the two loopholes in it, where you're, and he you know numbs it up, pulls that sucker out of there. Blue I, smoke in your face? Yeah. <laughs> From a cigarette? Yeah, yeah I remember laying on, on – yeah, I slept in my mom and dad's bedroom that night on the floor. I woke up the next morning and had a – you said congealed blood. It was like a, that's exactly what it was. It was like a loogie of blood completely in my mm. mouth. My mm. pillow was freaking covered with blood. thought I died. It's, it's bad. Yeah, I don't recommend it. Well, now that we've talked politics and gross people out. Yeah, there we go. Probably a- <laughs> you want to get started on some, <laughs> get some OU stuff? We got football going still? <laughs> yeah, we do. I mean, it, it, it has not stopped yet. Uh, we're already in 2020. I'm getting we're freaking already, killed. We're the next season. Yeah, I'm getting killed in the bowl stuff. I know that. Yeah, I'm not doing so well. 
I Shane, think Shane is like four, four running, five? you're running like away five? with it. It's hey, ridiculous. Hey, to my credit, Shane texted me that thing, and like the game started in four minutes. He, you can been, go back and change them now. Like you can change them the day before the game. I get that. Yeah, the the first six games I couldn't because they started that day. Yeah. He's like, hey, you better get your picks in because you're about to miss three games that start at eleven o'clock on a Saturday. <laughs> you know, I'm out Christmas shopping. Well, I know this. He's been planning this for a month. <laughs> been planning <laughs> it for. Yeah. I, I was just like, I I knew I remembered the same morning I sent it to you guys. Literally picked my picks in about five minutes. You picked your picks and then sent it to us is what you did. Don't lie. No, I actually think I sent you the link as I was picking it. I mean, I had to create the mm. group before I, I could go in. All I know is I'm terrible at it. I, went, I stopped at Dad's house today. I'm like, hey, you picked your uh, your picks yet? I'm like, well, I saw the link this morning as I was getting a haircut and, you know, wrapping presents. Well, you better hurry up. There's four games started 15 minutes ago. We got eight more today. <laughs> <laughs> Let me run through that list real quick. All forty-seven games and pick them. Yeah, I might, I might should have taken my Christmas money and put it on the bowl games. It's looking pretty good. You're looking you pretty good have. right now. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah. It'll probably it'll whatever probably subscription a, service uh, you sign up to, he's been paying off, huh? <laughs> Get on there with Fat Jack. So, yeah. If, uh, I don't know if you guys follow any of the portal. Obviously. Since we last talked, Davis Bevel is in the portal. Are we going to, are we going to go down the portal road again today? I we thought are. We, We're I thought go we down. covered it last week. We didn't t- cover everything. LV Bunkley Shelton went in, too. Okay. That's a recent enter. Adios. Can't feel the punt. <laughs> I, so, so the rumor is because Bevel went in. Thompson's coming our way. Is that what people think? Everybody thinks that's who they're going to go after. And he's one of their targets. I mean, OU has, has kind of – you know, there's a guy that on the like the Sooner Scoop site that has a beautiful Excel sheet. As Stoops much as Brothers. we plug Sooner Scoop, we ought to get goddamn free. You think we would get free some subscriptions? Merch. Yeah. But on their site, like they on their message board, this guy keeps an Excel sheet of like who they're targeted, who they've sent commitment, you know, who they've sent offers, offers to. to. Casey Thompson's one of those. Uh, so. I mean, uh, me and Co- Cody were talking before the pod. He'd be a nice backup. He would. I mean, it'd be a success oh, yeah. school. Yeah. That he's been to, but yeah. Well, I mean, he's played at some big time schools and some big time games. He's a he's nice a quarterback. A yeah, he's a quarterback to come in and he may not win you a game, but he probably won't lose you a game either. You know, yeah. if, if something was to happen, he had to come in and play a half or a game or something. You know, he he's a he's a manageable quarterback. I yeah. I look at him and think I, that's exactly what I think. I think he's a guy that could come in and. And just keep things moving forward, complete a forward fat pass, something that, you know, not knocking on Bevel. I think he's been a great teammate to the team and stuff like that. But he didn't show that he really could do. I mean, they, he's didn't, got, they didn't have a lot of faith in him either. I yeah, mean, but I mean, he has 329 passing yards in his whole career, and that's a three or four year career now. Um, I mean, I mean, I agree with you. Yeah, I mean, I, mean, I, I don't want him as a backup. He played I, an entire. I would rather have Casey Thompson. Three hundred twenty-nine yards. Yeah. He could have. You, you, some guys racked that up in a game, and he played an entire game against Texas, and they obviously what? weren't comfort, confident in him to throw a forward pass in that game. What's we what's were snapping funny is the the third string quarterback right now will leave OU as a as a fan favorite, if you will. And General the, Booty and the backup quarterback won't. Yeah, General <laughs> Booty. He's going to be a fan favorite. 
because mm-hmm. of the name. Let's be honest. Gender, who do you who do you have your backup? Quality. Who's your backup next year? Is it Michael Hawkins? Yes. If Casey Thompson doesn't come yes, in, yes, it is. Do you think it is over General Booty? I hope so. Well, I mean, I'm. Just, I mean, it, what is General Booty backing up? Davis Bell will tell you about General Booty. That right. is pretty much Booty. Well, I mean, he's. I mean, he's really big in the underwear scene. Right now, he's got some things going. He's the next Calvin Klein. He could be. I mean, but look. he's not going to be the next freaking Sam Bradford. No, I I don't believe that one bit. I mean, he's obviously one of the great things about General Booty is he's leveraged. I mean, he's leveraged like NIL for what it's really what That's it was really exactly supposed what to be. he's done. Yes, he's like, I look agree. At me. Yeah. I mean. And he seems but his like quality a, of football is not very good, apparently. No, I'm, I'm not thinking he's – I don't think he was ever – Give me and, Gunner Gundy. Go get Gunner Gundy. I'll take him as a backup. See, that's why – the thing is, is like the Davis Bevel. Davis Bevel's – the thing that blows my mind is why are you leaving Oklahoma? I mean, that's the question I have. I think he wants – I think he think, and I'll be honest with you, he's probably a better quarterback than what he's – the rap he's been given because probably. of that Texas game. Because he wasn't ready or that he whatever the case was. He's probably a better quarterback than that. And he wants to go to a smaller school to prove himself. And I think he'll probably – I hope and I think that he could go to like a – But he's going to be a backup in any of those schools. I mean, if he goes to a – It's general, general – Appalachian State or East Carolina or somebody like that, he could go be a starter and be a decent quarterback, I think. I think the beauty of like a general booty in this whole situation is he understands his place. He understands he's not going to go and be a starter somewhere. I'm sure he does. But I think Davis Bevel thinks he could be a starter, and he might be able to. The dude's like 6'5". He's got the measurables of a quarterback, an NFL-type quarterback. I'm not saying he's going to be an NFL quarterback. I'm just saying he, he has the measurables to be a decent college quarterback at a smaller school. It could be. I wonder if a guy like Booty, you know, I wonder if guys like that know if they're going to play the NIL game and they got a name like that and they got charisma well, you and stuff stay like in that. A big school. So, yeah. You, don't you think guys like that are like, I'd rather stay in a oh, big yes. market? Absolutely. We'll make more money at OU selling underwear yeah. than yeah, right. will at, at anywhere I mean, playing football. He doesn't football. want to go, he wants to go play at Sam Houston State or whatever. Well, I saw Davis Bevel is obviously, if he's the backup at OU right now. He's better than General Booty, who's on the team. Yeah. He could go play somewhere and make a decent quarterback somewhere. Yeah. And who knows? I mean, he could even have a good year. Who knows? I, I honestly think he's If he's our backup, he's good enough to play somewhere. Yeah. I'll say that. But I, I don't think Casey Thompson's well is coming to be a backup. So I don't think I don't think that's a reality. That's his 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 question is gonna be whether do I want to go be to a, a big school and be a backup. Or do I want to go to a smaller school and be a starter? But he was at a small school. Where, he yeah, at, that's what doesn't make sense. I, he was I, at like I, I South Florida. Too, though, I wonder if with his name and an Oklahoma fan base, I I wonder if nil wise, you know, if that's something that he wouldn't consider. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be surprised to see him at, be, a, I mean, at USC still, or somewhere like that, just so he can learn and maybe try to make it. A, a, you know, make a shot at the pros or something. I think I think there's things that you can do nil wise if you're smart, uh, like Casey Thompson. He, he he has a real opportunity to come in, try to grab the same numbers his father had, mm-hmm. and slap his name on the back of some jerseys, and he'll probably they'll sell a lot of jerseys, a lot of jerseys, a lot of people are gonna want a Charles Thompson jersey. 
And they're going to be like, is that Casey Thompson? No, it's Charles Thompson. But Casey's going to get get yeah. paid for it. And, and so, I mean, it's it's that. I, I, it's the it's the Nanny, Danny Stutzman thing here. It's the saying, hey, you know, I know Danny's probably not going to do it. But if he changed that number to 44, he's going to get rich. Off those Stutzman yeah, jerseys. He'll get real, he'll sell some. He'll get. Some, he'll make some, some, some. He's gonna make some money. Yes. He's gonna make some money off of it. I mean, and don't get me wrong. He's gonna sell jerseys regardless. Yes. They're gonna, with a twenty-eight on it or a forty-four, either either or. But you've already sold all the twenty-eight jerseys. Everybody that wants a Danny Stutzman jersey's got one right now. Go slap. Go change your number, and everybody's got to have one of them too. Now everybody's got two Stutzman jerseys. I mean, it's just kind of those type of things. If Thompson goes to. North Texas, he's not selling no jerseys there. Oh, I agree. Because he's done he nothing. There's, no there's, not a, there's not a name. His, his best bet is to go to a big school, become the backup, and hope for an injury. And then, like, you know, say Jackson well, Arnold. Us, right? Say, like, why would you do yeah. that here? Say Jackson Arnold gets in, injured in the Texas game. He comes in, wins the Texas game for us. Oh, yeah. He's, got he's a star then at that point. Yeah. That's his best, probably his best opportunity. Other I than going, going to do that, other than going to a small school and playing well, and then getting a good gra- uh, draft grade, and you know, becoming a backup in the NFL or something like that, and working your way up. You ever thought about how like bad decisions like that, like he's like some guys make just decisions, and how you can kind of look back and say hindsight's twenty twenty. He had an opportunity to come Oklahoma before he went to Texas. Did mm-hmm. he end up at Texas first? Yeah. I think he was given Texas an opportunity. I think Oklahoma was kind of in Nebraska on that a little dark. bit. Yeah, he could have came in under a Lincoln Riley. Now he wouldn't have played because there was there were guys in front of him at the time. Uh, who know? I mean, you but, say that. Who knows? Look at it. I mean, say say he gets in there and implants himself early on as just kind of a guy, you know, and just sits on the sits in the backup role like you should. And then when you have Caleb Williams leave. He would have been on the the roster. Would they? Which they would have, he would have been would around have got, that time with Spencer, and he may have been the backup then. To, but to, I'm to saying Spencer, he wouldn't. Have, he, I mean. They wouldn't have went and chased down a a Dylan Gabriel if you had a Charles Thompson or a, excuse me a Casey Thompson on the right roster. They would have probably just said, "Hey, we're going to ride with this guy." Yeah. I mean, he it's hindsight's twenty twenty, but you know those decisions kind of come back to haunt you sometimes. Was he in Nebraska before Texas or after? After Texas. Those after, yeah. He's only been in college like twenty-seven years. Seems like a long time. So who was it? the who was the quarterback when he when we played him then at Nebraska? It was the one kid that ended up at uh, it's Martinez, who had also been in college. Did for we not years. play? Did we not play him at Nebraska too? I thought Martinez was there. I both. thought. Was Thompson the quarterback? I thought Thompson was there when we played him in Lincoln. Maybe. So that would have been Spencer Rattler, wasn't it? Brent's first year, right? Yeah, that would have been Brent. Who was the the quarterback in Nebraska Brent's first year when we played him? Our our quarterback was Dylan Gabriel. No, no, Lincoln. I mean, uh, Nebraska's quarterback. Last year. I'm trying to think who their quarterback was. I'm looking. No, talk about something else. I'll, I'll, I'll well, the, Martinez had left at that point. The other kid, I keep calling him Martinez. Is that his name? Adrian Martinez. Yeah, he had already left and went to A and M or not A and M. Or he went to Kansas, Kansas State, State, right? Yeah, he'd already went to Kansas State that year. So it was somebody else. It had to be Casey Thompson, wasn't it? 
Yeah, he was at he was at Nebraska the year after, I guess. I don't think we played Casey Thompson at Nebraska. So somebody else played before him? Oh, he was he was gone before that? Yeah, he was gone. He was gone. No, he was there after we played Nebraska. It was Nebraska last year. So he had already had to have been gone. Maybe he was twenty twenty two. Yeah, he was there then. That's yeah. who he was there, yeah. Just I, I bet that's that had to be the quarterback. <laughs> yes, he was. He was the quarterback then. Well, it doesn't speak highly of him because that Oklahoma team wasn't very good. And yeah, we, Nebraska is a disaster, though. I mean, they, they were. it's hard to – and just the program was a mess, you know. It's hard to it's hard to judge a guy they got a number based one, off that. Number one quarterback coming in now. And they, and they went – I mean, even that year they went and played a lot of close games, you know. We, we made them look terrible, but – yeah, they they stole a QB from uh, Georgia, so Nebraska's smiling right now. Heard they paid one point five million for him. How about Ole Miss in the portal? Holy cow! I, you know who else is in the portal that's doing crazy? Well, first off, Ole Miss is, but like Lane Kiffin does very little. Like he doesn't do a lot of high school recruiting. And I kind of wonder. Like I, I read something about it today, and just kind of looking at some stuff. Somebody made a really good point. Like when you go in the portal like this, like Ole Miss has, or even like a, you know, like Dion, don't you like you don't you set all those kids that you do have on the roster that are younger guys? If you go out and just like harvest out of the portal like crazy, don't you set them all back? I mean, because they're not going to get any playing time. You're bringing in one year, two year guys at best out of that portal. Typically, I mean. You like it's almost like free agency where you you go out, you grab all these guys, and then they're going to graduate out, and you either have to live out of that portal from now on, or you've got to have a rebuilding year. I mean, I guess you hope that they that they stick around. You try to get them. Some, I mean, most positions you can rotate. Defensive line, you know, even oh, you did it with the defensive backs this year. Um, didn't do it a whole lot with the linebackers as much, but uh, offensive side of the ball, you know, offensive line even rotated quite a bit for OU receivers. I mean, you you get those young guys as much playing time as you can, in hope that they stick around. I think is what you do. I just I feel like it, I mean it's kind of like the Bunkley Shelton deal. Here's a young guy that I mean they rotated at the wide receiver position. There were some quite a few guys. Got yeah, some but he was pretty low on the depth chart. But, I mean, he's a guy that I think everybody thought he might – he was going to eventually develop into something great, and he's gone. Well, you can go pick up a few receivers from the transfer portal. And well, they did. They went and got Deion Burks. And, but oh, OU's – how many guys they got coming back this year, too, that, that were starters? Oh, they got an unreal – A bunch. I'm thinking that's probably they – have, They have one guy leaving. I think that's the one it. thing the Bunkley Shelton tells us is more than likely – I think it, it leans towards the fact that Jalil Farouk is probably coming back. He hasn't. Yeah, officially... Farouk's coming back. Andrew Anthony's coming back. I mean, well, yeah. I mean, but Jaden Gibson came on. Nick Anderson. You got Brandon four guys. Was, should be Brandon Thompson this year. should be. Nice. Yes, you got five. You throw in the, the Deion Burks kid. He's Deion Burks play. and the um, Freeman. Yeah, was above him as well. I mean, that's seven guys above you right there. How is Gavin Freeman above? Peace. Him? I don't know. Well, don't get me started. Because in the slot, because there's not too many guys that want to play the slot. 
That's true. I everybody, mean, everybody, everybody wants to run downfield and you know be the be the speedster yeah, the that threat. catches a long ball. But uh, those guys don't want to run across the middle, get their head taken off. Have you have you seen the the Mizzou stuff, Shane? Like how many people there? I mean, they picked up a kid named the McCollum kid from Florida. I was kind of shocked that they picked that kid up. I mean, they've gotten, of course, they got Caden Green. Uh, mm-hmm. They've gotten him, and then they've, I mean, they did some pretty good things also in the recruiting ranks. Just got the number one player in the country, and Williams Winery, and then I think they were top fifteen, top twelve in recruiting mm-hmm. rankings and stuff. I'm like, I, I'm looking at Missouri and thinking, how did you do this? And I mm-hmm. obviously it makes me think it's the Walmart money that's, you know, getting them in the NIL game. But it, it's something I was, I was talking to dad and them about here and there, you know, I've just mentioned the fact that how long can you can sustain paying kids that kind of money? I mean, it, like you're having to make one-year deals with these kids. It's not like they're signing three- or four-year contracts. I mean, A&M's paying the price for it right now. Yeah. You think uh, about- I don't know. It's a, brave, it's a brave new world. And it, I'm curious to see, too, are there going to be coaches that just – they're like, you know what? Let the other coaches go recruit the the fickle 16-, 17-, 8-year-old kids and uh, let them bring them in and develop the guys. I'll just steal them in the portal, bring them in, try to assemble a a uh, you know a mature dream team every year, and try to go win championships that way. I, I mean, mean, I don't know. It'd be interesting to see what's going to happen. Well, I mean, I, I don't know that you can do that in football. I feel like football is too much of a of a team sport. It requires too much cohesion to do that. But but I think if you can get them to stay two years, you got a real shot. You know. I mean, I think that's what Drink- Drinkowitz is doing. I mean, he's almost done exactly that yeah. when he. He was on the verge of being fired coming into this season. Like, if this season wouldn't have went the way it went for him, he was going to be canned. Mm-hmm. And here he is. He's like, he went out to the portal and said, hey, give me give me the guys that you guys developed, and then I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to add them to my roster and then get what I can out of them. And there you go. I mean, I'm not saying the guy couldn't develop players, but it, you can start to see guys who, who seem like maybe they aren't that great of developers – as they kind of just have to live out of that portal. And I'm not saying, like, you kind of wonder. I mean, it it makes you wonder about, like, Elaine Kiffin. Can he develop kids? Is is he saying, I can't develop anybody? Well, hey, one thing about it, those guys that go out and get guys out of the portal, guess what you don't have to do to them? Recruit them next year because they ain't going anywhere. They just burn their portal year. You've got mm-hmm. you've, you've got them locked in for at least a year or two now. Yeah, but that's that's a big. If. I mean, they're they're fighting that right now. Yeah, that's true. I mean, that that's going to come back to bite some people. I think that unlimited transfer rule. So, I mean, I I don't know. There's not a guy I hate more right now than Eli Drink- Drinkowitz or whatever the crap his freaking name is. <laughs> but. Uh, All right. I go back to I hate the I just hate the fact that we're already into 2024. I mean, I'm almost the point I don't even care about bowl games anymore. You know, what I mean, if you don't have a team playing in the college football playoff, who cares? Yeah, oh, which that, I think is good. 
I think it's good that they're going to 12 teams. It's going to make bowl games more. It's going to make those bowl games more. It'll, it'll keep more interest at the end of the yeah, year. But yeah. I think right now, I'd say probably at least 50% of college football fans are checked out on this year. Uh, count me in on that one. I'm pretty much checked out. I mean, right? I mean, you're already in 2024, which makes – it's just weird. It makes the season kind of meaningless, you know? Yeah, I agree. Um, Absolutely. I, I who think... cares? Half, I mean, our starting quarterback's not going to – you know, a lot of our players that that we recognize that took us through the season won't be playing in the bowl game. Oh, we, I, uh, I agree. We're excited about the gold ba- bowl game because we want to see our our new quarterback. We want to see our offensive coordinator. We want to see we want everything's about twenty twenty four, even this year. You know, yep. and so we're already transfer portal. You think early enrollees? Last year's last year's bowl game was the same way. You think look back? It was. It was. Yeah, hey, I know that's exactly what this year is going to be. Year, like, the right? last three years has been the same way. I mean, like I, we're we're good. We're going to be extremely interested in what happens on Thursday night, but we're only interested as it relates to next year. You know what I mean? Exactly. We, yeah. And in fact, it'll be just like last year. We won't even care if we win, if the right things happen, because it's just like the spring. This is the spring game with real competition. I that's agree. all this is. It really is, and you know, you got to look at like. I mean, I, that was the thing for me is I, I've looked around the, the country and said, what games interest me? And I'm going to watch tomorrow's. I, I'll be, I haven't watched a freaking bowl game yet this year. No, not, I haven't watched. Today, I watched the uh, Little Brother Bowling Green game today just because it's not at work. That's the only game I've watched. I probably watched 15 minutes of it. I mean, I, I'm meaningless. There's games tomorrow that I'm excited to watch. I mean, I want to watch some of the. I, I want to see the Oklahoma State game. I want to see what they do. That's tomorrow? Yep. It's what tomorrow time? evening. Um, I think it's tomorrow 7 night. o'clock. I'll check it out, mate. I'm, I mean, I, I say I that. I mean, there's games. I'll watch the I'll games. It, maybe. I mean, I'll watch them. It's just, again, you just – I don't know. Like, that's part of the – like, the pick them thing. Am I, is that the same – is it the same football team? Caleb brought up a great point about – Arizona. I don't know anything about Arizona. I know nothing about him. And he's like, "Hey, is their quarterback? He's in the portal, isn't he?" And I'm like, "I don't know." And right. apparently, he's playing. I mean, it's hard. It's hard enough. To keep up with their, I guess they're trying to keep up with everybody else. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I don't know. But I mean, you look at like Oklahoma. We've got. I mean, Bevel's going to play in the the Arizona. He's going to play in the bowl game. Bevel? Yeah, he'll be at the bowl game. He's not going to play, but I mean, yes, he'll be the, at the bowl game. He's the backup quarterback in the game. Hopefully he don't play at the bowl let's, game. Yeah, let's pray he doesn't have to play. But also, Ty Wee Walker's in the portal, and he's going to play. I hope he comes back. Yeah, but, you know. He, oh, I think no, he's, already, he's already signed with SMU, ain't he? he? If he's signed, he can't play, but he hadn't signed with anybody. I thought he's already committed to somewhere. Nah, he hadn't committed to nobody. Are you sure? I'm sure. I thought yeah, I saw that The somewhere. SMU guys were – uh, Bird, Savion Bird committed. Maybe to that's maybe that's one thing. I thought I thought he actually committed somewhere though. No, he hadn't committed because if he had committed somewhere, he couldn't play. They wouldn't let him. But uh, I don't know if you guys have you seen like the. What's cool is like the incoming freshmen get to go to the bowl practices. That's pretty neat. Uh, they're uh, talking highly of Nigel Smith and Nigel Jayden Smith and Jake Jackson. Yeah, they said he looked. They both looked the part already. Yeah, they say they're massive human beings. Like ready to go now. Could, uh, I, I don't know if they'll play. I mean, it'd be cool to see them go out and play on. They can't play. They can't. No, you, the incoming freshmen can't play in the game. They can practice, just can't play. They can practice up to it. We had like 
four last year. I think uh, we, we still guys. got rules in college football. Guys. No, we, oh, we haven't just thrown all of them out the window yet. Well, well, there's some there's some rules. They can make here. six million dollars <laughs> this, this year, the but they can't West. play in the this game. Ain't the Wild West. It ain't yeah. the Wild West. <laughs> We're down right to it, man. It it it, it is so. I I am so with you. I I think the portal. I'm fine with the portal. I don't think it needs to open until after bowl season. Yeah, yeah, like, we've, we've been that. down this road. I mean, yeah, uh, you just got to leave it closed. I think you could argue this every year. It's just ridiculous. You could. I mean, that, the deal is, is you're looking at a bunch of guys, a bunch of kids that could have played this. I mean, Savion Bird would have been nice to have during this game. Yes. Have another offensive lineman. And well, then, I mean, you say it'd be nice. To be, honestly, it'd be nice to get whoever's behind him more playing time too. But I mean, if you're going to open the portal and guys are going to commit, like so, so like all the guys we've already got committed, the two offensive linemen. Deion Burke, stuff like that. If you're going to open it before bowl season, and we pick them up before bowl season, let them play in it. They should get to play. I mean, if you're going to be, you shouldn't open it. I, I mean, I, I'm with that because these these teams are going in like bare bones teams, and that's part of the reason nobody wants to watch bowl games because they're sitting here going, "It's you, dumb." the The sponsors of these bowls are, are who really could push the NCAA to do whatever the heck they want because they got the money. Yeah, go and start pushing them. Tell them no. We're not. You're not going to either. Don't do the portal or let these guys play, and let's get some players in here. Yeah, it'll be interesting Man, you, to see. If you how, do the portal, though, if you do the portal and let guys play, everybody's watching. It, I'm watching. Well, well, what you're going to see is, especially when you go to a, a 12 team playoff, it, it's going to be like it's going to be like the yeah, you, you know the the coach talking about and, picking and some guys up. Yeah, people are, people are going to be you're going to have teams that are being the playoff. It'll be like. And me hey, and Buck come play you, for me. Uh, yeah. Why don't you go ahead and transfer on in? Because we we might need a backup when we make this playoff run. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and then it'll really get wild. Yeah, it should I, just shut it down. I mean, it, it sounds it sounds fun for like the Oklahoma Arizona game, but if you open that up, it could get crazy yeah, once you true. have a twelve team playoff. Very true. That that's the thing. We're just living in this weird world of unintended consequences right now. Nobody sought anything out. Where who knows where we're going? So. Yeah. I will say I am excited about the 12-team playoff. I mean, that's going to make at least you know, 15 games or 20 games or whatever it is exciting. Well, you get home game if you're the higher-ranked team, too. First round. Yeah, I mean, I mean, there's, there's incentive to be top four because you're going to get a bye. And then that's, that's – If you're higher-ranked in, in that, you come it's in. Just, it just makes – it just means more. It, like going I, to the SEC, it just means more. Thank God we're yeah. going to get like eight of the 12 spots in it. Mine up. Hey, I'm I'm pretty pumped about it because there's then there becomes an opportunity that like late season like this you can go and when you end up playing like the the uh, Boise States and Utahs and stuff like that it actually means something then. Yeah, there's something to be won out of it. It's not <laughs> it's not a deal of like we didn't want to be there. It's a lose lose situation. Mm-hmm. I mean that, that's really I mean uh, for like teams who's got Liberty is it Ole Miss. I don't know. I, I don't know who's. Who, yeah, I don't remember. One of whoever's got Liberty's got a lose lose situation Let's on there. Let's go hand. Liberty. That's what I'm saying. If Liberty wins it, they're like everybody's going to look at them just like they did OU when they got beat by Boise State. Too bad they're not. And if you win, it's just like you should have won. Who y'all who y'all pulling for in the the playoffs this year? Give me Washington. Cool. That's pretty much the yeah. default answer, ain't it? Washington. Yeah, I mean that would be the that would be the least. Who they got first? Yeah, that Texas. Yes, give me Washington. I, I mean, I could, I could, I'd, I'd like to see Michigan win too. 
I, I would be tickled pink with a Washington. I would not like to see Michigan win, but I would like to see them and Alabama both lose. I, I would be tickled pink if it was Washington and Michigan in the championship game. And at that point, I'm not going to be overly disappointed. Now, I still want Washington to win it just because I think Michigan fans are pretty obnoxious. Yeah. Uh, but, I kind of hate so, it all the way around. So, say Texas, say Texas makes it to the championship against Alabama. Who are you pulling for? Go Bama. Uh, are you really? I don't care. Yes. I honestly uh, don't care at that point. No, I mean, hey, listen, the deal is. They're already, they're already I'm, I'm kind of with, they're already a dynasty. I mean, what's one more going to. No, I mean, to me, it, the deal is, is Alabama recruits what they recruit anyway. As far as Oklahoma goes, right now, we can walk in the same living room with a kid that's thinking about Texas and and argue and say, you know, history says them. history says that we're better than they are, but they go out and win a championship. Years, that's hard yeah. to, I mean, it's hard uh, to argue that when when you're playing for championships and winning them. Yeah, yeah. I if agree, you win a championship, you. I mean, go Bama, go Bama, roll tide. What I think too, what's hard far. about this year is that you don't want the narrative the year you're going into the SEC to be that the SEC is taking a step backwards and that now the big tens caught up and the pac tens caught up and you know yeah. what I mean? Um, and so it's hard, like going into the SEC now you're like, do you root for the SEC? Um, I don't know. That, I, that's why I think SEC. Washington's. <laughs> I, I think I Washington think, is not a cheater. It's not a dynasty. And it's not a rival. There you so, go. Uh, exactly. That's why yeah. you're going for Washington right now. That's right. Yeah. Not a dynasty, not a cheater, not Texas. I think for me, part of the problem, like part of the thing that worries me and kind of kind of has me a little bit anxious on the whole deal is you're going in the SEC now. Whereas you know, I I, I bet if you, I bet if you put some truth serum in Joe, Joe C right now, you might get a, an honest answer out of him of the fact that, hey, if I'd have told you before you guys agreed to go to the SEC that it was going to go to a 12 team playoff, would you have? Uh, Agreed to go to the SEC. That's a tough one, man. Because at that point, there's man, a lot of benefit of going to the SEC. I think the there F- is. ESPN survives. And if they survive. If they survive. Well, somebody's going to look. The, the end of the day, as far as money goes for monetary watching the games, you're never going to beat the SEC because it doesn't matter if it's ESPN, ABC. That's the uh, premier. CNN, it's like the whoever. Premier League. Yes, they're going to they're going to pay the money to watch those games. The Big Ten's going to get the next biggest bucket, and then after that, the, those other guys are going to get the crumbs that are left. And, and so, I mean, that's I mean, we're, I mean, you, it, it's the same thing. You, uh, we won the Big Twelve often. We made it the playoffs several times. What happened when we got there? We got beat. Got beat. If you if you don't more, if you don't compete in the SEC, do what? I think there'll be a lot more ups and downs in the SEC. Oh yeah, you're not going to win the you know, championship I mean, just, every I mean, other like, year because there there are teams like Alabama that are consistently good, but almost everybody else in the SEC they make their little runs. Auburn will have a little run, then they're crap. Florida will make a little run, then they're crap. LSU will make a little run, then they're crap. You know, I and think, um, oh, you can weather and those I, and storms. I think and I, I I don't think we're going to be that team that wins. 10 games every year like we're used to. But I think we'd all agree, especially after last year of having a six-game win season, um, you know, if if you had to endure a six-game win season 
once in a five-year period. And then you got a couple of nine-win seasons in that same period. And then you won a national championship. Yeah, I mean, would you trade would you trade one, one national championship every 10 years and a one six-and-win season every 10 years for I'd say five at this point, most Big 12 championships? Fans would be like, yeah, I could weather a few bad years to, to win some more championships. Yes, that's all that matters. Nobody cares about conference championships. Nobody's right. for twenty years from now. Nobody's going to know who won the Big Twelve ten years in a row. They're going to want to. They're going to know who won national championships. I I think you're right. I think that's the the end result. And if you can't beat the SEC in the regular season, you ain't going to beat them in the playoffs. I think OU's best thing coming from this move will be the fact that, as far as recruiting goes, I think you're going to get a recruiting bump. Pretty quick. I think you already have. You've gotten some, but you look at like A and M, man. They when they said they were going, they got a little bit of a bump. Well, that's when just they got dumb, there. I mean, I mean, it, they have gotten a huge bump. That's because so they got oil money. Missouri, Texas got that 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 oil, buddy. Got that money to buy everything. Yeah, Oklahoma's got. The I oil. mean, you can oil, you can look at, at the money. Say, it hasn't hurt A and M, and it hasn't hurt Missouri. No, they're not hasn't. winning any less championships, and they're they got a lot more prominence. Yep. college football than they've ever had. So, oh, yeah. Have they actually figured out what they're going to do scheduling-wise yet? Yeah, it's, other, it's other pods. Than this year, are they actually doing the pods? I thought that's what they were doing. I don't think they figured it out yet, have they? I don't know. I know they got this year, this year penciled in, I guess, but and we got pods rooked. would be cool. I mean. Dude, we got rooked compared to Texas. Put me in a pod with Texas, Texas A&M and Missouri. Let's go. I'm cool with that. I, I want to be in Ar- I want Arkansas. You want Ar- Arkansas? I, I, I can live with yeah, that. Yeah, I, I think we got to have a – Trade me Arkansas and Texas a and That's fine. Well, A&M's going to be in whatever pod that Texas is. Yeah, I mean, it may be – No, not they ain't going to go for that. They don't want that. Oh, A&M, A&M doesn't matter what the hell A&M wants. They, they didn't be want, with LSU. Hey, and, let's be honest. They didn't want Texas in the league and said, we're going to leave. And the SEC said, well, oh, well. see ya. Peace. So it's like Texas A&M thinks they're really important. They are not important. Put us in a pod with Missouri and Arkansas. I like that. I think, I think what you're going to end up with are three team pods, probably like three teams in each. These three teams are going to play each other every year, but I think those will probably end up overlapping. You know what I mean? So yeah, like, it'll be like OU, Missouri, and in Texas, and then Texas. Arkansas, Arkansas, and, and Texas A&M. Right. Texas. Texas See, that's what I would like. Arkansas, I would like yeah. our. I'd like our three teams to be us, Texas, and Arkansas. Yeah, I like, can live with that. I mean, I mean, I know we we have the we have the Missouri history with the with the Big Eight, but they're going to make the OU Missouri rival. That they they've already, already started on. Yeah, they they're that's what they're going to do. I mean, the recruiting stuff's already started. Missouri's Wikipedia. Trying. It's OU Missouri rivalry. What Wikipedia. I mean, Missouri, really? the Missouri fans are trying to revive it now because they don't want that smoke. They're constantly just it, they're going to be good Twitter this next right year. They're going to be good from maybe the year after that. Oh, they're not going to be Luther Burns going to hurt them losing him. He was their offense this year. I don't know that they'll be that good next year. I don't know that they will. I either. just always thought it'd be cool to have Arkansas as a rival, and and of course that dates back to the Southwest Conference for Texas. They've already had them as a rival before, but I'd, I'd much rather drive to Fayetteville. Fayetteville than the you know it's just a it's closer it's it's a border state I mean I just feel like it'd be a, are we gonna most, you know we, most, we need most to, people in Oklahoma have have you been to Fayetteville you know have relatives in Arkansas yes yeah, we're gonna start a road trip this year have you 
Hold on just a second. You've been to Fayetteville. Have you had the pizza there that uh, there's oh a pizza God. place called Damn Good Pies? I have not. It Watch is awesome. Are they as good as yours? It's a family podcast. Hey, they're better than mine. They're the deep dish, Shane. It's got the deep oh, dish yeah. Chicago style. I'll go for some deep dish. I it like is, that. It was, it was good. It's not. It's probably not good as Chicago stuff. Caleb's over here rolling his eyes. We stopped there on the way back from uh It Branson. was good. I remember that, yes. It, it's it's really good pizza. It was good pizza. It's it's Eat it with a fork. I liked it. I it mean, was it, good. It was good. I, I went out there for like a class. I just It popped in my head sitting here thinking about Fayetteville, and I was like, you know, Fayetteville's a pretty neat little town you know we we need to start a road trip for the sec we need to get rid of the trailer one game a year one game and a year. let's just pick one game a year to go to mm-hmm. we'll road trip it and we'll watch all the rest of them here at the house where are we going we got to go to neyland at some point shane at some point no, i mean yeah, we don't yeah, want this year obviously but oxford right. we'll play oxford this year right at oxford i think so i'm cool with a road trip at any time man as long as it's yeah. not an air trip. And don't don't Yeah, what well, yeah, which one would you guys go to? You old miss, Auburn? Which one would you? Ole Miss, let's go. I'd I'd like to see Ole Miss. Do we play LSU? I don't think we play LSU. Ours, we play them this year. Do we? I don't know that we play them at LSU. Get your play. phone out. I, I can't look it well, up. We don't play them at home. We don't have Hayden oh, we play, tonight. I mean we play Tennessee, we play Alabama, we play South Carolina. Yep. At home. That's one team I, I, I of all the who SEC we, teams out there, play? I do endear myself a little bit to South Carolina just because of Beamer. Yeah. I I like him. Although South Carolina is a perennial loser. Who else do we play at home? What's I'm the looking, fourth team? I'm looking. He's pulling it up. Oh, we, play, Texas, we do play Texas. at we do play at Texas. LSU. That's our other that's our other SEC. We play at what Missouri. We play at Ole Miss, and we play at Auburn. Go back. To what that. What are they again? Auburn, mm-hmm. Ole Miss, Missouri, mm-hmm. and LSU. God, I don't want to go to LSU. Screw LSU. That place is a. It is a crap hole. Sorry, Eugene. It's a crap hole. It is. I screw them down you there. Keep going down there to. If you go on further to New Orleans, it just smells like puke and urine. Yeah. That's your old Miss or Auburn. I'm I'm down with going to Which, Ole Miss whichever one has the better the better uh, the better date. Let's uh, go to Auburn. Ole Miss might be pretty good next year. Want to want to see War Eagle? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> let's go War Eagle. Well, I'm down with whatever. Let's do it. We're we scheduled. Let's we put it on. The, when, when do we play Auburn? September twenty eighth. I'm free that weekend. I'm pretty sure. Well, it's a weekend. Mm, that so might not free. be a bad time. No, it wouldn't be a bad time to go. It's gonna be hot, probably just like it is here. So. Yeah, mm. it's always hot. But all right, we'll keep on moving. Uh, talk about the bowl game, guys. Is there now? We've already established that we know nothing about all, we uh-huh. know nothing about Arizona, Arizona. but we've and we've also established the fact that we're moved on to twenty twenty four. But what are you actually watching for in the bowl game? Jackson Arnold and Seth Latrell. I mean, that's what I'm. Interested They've already in, said right? the offense is going to be basically the same. <laughs> They're not going to. He's not adding. It's all a new. Yeah, offense. I get I get that, but I just how he manages the game, how efficient are they? Play calling. How does Jackson Arnold look? That's the is main thing. Chemistry? Jackson Arnold. 
Yeah, right. How I mean, does he look? That's what you're looking for, right? I think. I think, and that... I, and I'm not going to be too terribly, you know, swayed one way or the other. I mean, if he, no, if he comes if, out, if, and he, if he if he comes out and manages the game like he did at BYU, I, mean, I think he's already proven he can step into a big moment, and manage a game. Um, is he going to wow us and win a game? I don't know. Maybe. I want to see OU run the ball. That's what I want to see. They well, need to rely what, on the run. You say like Latrell. I want to see. I, I'm actually more interested in seeing Latrell taking the same players, taking the same offensive schemes, and see. If it doesn't can, look any different. Mm, what does this play calling look like? Does he run the ball more? Is he, you know, is he is he pulling those tackles and guards and stuff? Yeah, I want to. Yeah. I'm interested. In that. I, I think the big problem <laughs> of the running. I, I'm like you. I want to see him run the football, but. He doesn't have much of an offensive line left. I mean, he's got obviously Matuire staying. You've got enough game. of an offensive line that Rouse ought to is be staying. able to run the ball still. But you've you've got an offensive line to some degree. But anyway, it's a makeshift one. I'm I'm interested to see that. I am interested to see like uh, Everett at the center position to see how he does. It'll be his first first game there. Uh, I want to see some Jake Taylor. That dude. Oh, they talked big on him for I, a long time. They do. I mean, but he's always been a backup. Yep. He's stuck around through Lincoln Riley exit. He was a big time recruit. Let him play. Let's get him on the field. Let's see what happens. I you know what? I mean, we we've said it before, I think Pops brought it up a few times, that there's some guys that are just not practice guys. There's some guys you throw them out there in a game and they look like all stars, and some guys that look like all stars in practice and you get them in the game and they're crap. Yeah, I, you know, let's see what he does. But I, I'm interested in the offensive line. I'm kind of I'm I'm excited to see how that goes. Obviously, the you know the Latrell and Jackson Arnold stuff. But the other thing I want to see is uh, I want to see if they give PJ and some of those guys, some of those younger guys, a little bit more shot at the. Is there any line. word of him still leaving? Yeah, throwing around there still or no? I. I it's really quiet. No one's said anything about it since. I hate Twitter. I hate freaking message boards. I hate all that crap. It was brought up really a lot there, but I wonder if it's not something that Brent sat down with him and said, hey, look, you know, you're going to get your time. It's coming. Because he didn't get a lot a of freshman. Play. A I true mean, freshman. True. He didn't get a lot of playing time. But he, got, I, I think, uh, he got quite a bit, actually, for a true freshman. Well, I think for him, I think part of that was probably just looking up there and going to Ethan Downs is coming back. I've got to wait another year. You should have you should have played college football for two years, basically. Well, you ought to get two two years as a starter. Sort of, but that as a starter, yes, you should get two years. The leave early, jump. a year as a backup, you know, one year as a just come in to play. But that's the thing. That's the allure of like a Missouri or somebody like that. You can go play on a Missouri team right now because. They they're junk. They're they don't have the players that Oklahoma has that are sitting in the Oklahoma's got players sitting in the backup positions that are better than you know ninety percent of them out there. And if I can go make a name for myself in in that third year, I can leave and go to the NFL and make bank. I mean, I guess that's why George has got fourteen people on the board. I guess. I mean, it's why. I mean, everybody's sit there. And, but isn't it crazy though how few Alabama has? I mean, it's well, still a mystery to me. It'll, it'll, they'll hit it, it once they get out of the playoffs, I'm sure. 
Uh, you're probably right, but it's just a mystery to me how those. Well, it was. I mean, that's what. How, how they 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 keep people. You know what I mean? I mean, Clemson's done a good job of that. Dallas Sweeney has actually done a good job of that. Mm-hmm. I remember. I remember looking back, you know, four or five years ago, and thinking, God damn, why did they not have more people leave? This is gonna sound like mm-hmm. a. This is gonna sound like a jerk thing to say, and I'm not taking another jab at the guy, but you go look through that portal for Oklahoma and. 90% of the kids in the portal right now are Lincoln Riley guys. They're not they're not the kids that Brent Venables has brought in. Mm-hmm. I mean, I I think after Brent has, you know, several cycles through there, I want to see if he has the <laughs> same Lincoln, Lincoln Riley's got a bunch of kids from Oklahoma and at USC that are in the portal right now. Oh my gosh. They're 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 bailing theirs fast as they're defensively. Uh, they are. Yeah, absolutely. They are bailing on him. Uh, which doesn't Here, hurt my feelings. Cheers to that. Oh, man. And the fact of the matter is, is he's in a battle for Will Howard to make well, him his no. quarterback. What, what's is the, he not what's there the yet? Kid? No. No. I thought he's there. No, he's not. Didn't Malachi leave? Malachi yeah, left. He's out. Yeah. But he hasn't gotten – he's like he put – it's just like Lincoln always does. He put all his eggs in one guy's basket and said, I'm going to go after this guy. And he went after Will Howard. Well, Howard's still deciding between Davis Bebel could be his quarterback next year. Very well could be. That'd be hilarious. And he'll throw for three thousand yards, and they'll lose seven games. Let's go. <laughs> it's, I mean, but the reality is, is he he hasn't got Will Howard yet. It, it, Will Howard is still deciding between USC, somebody else, and uh, the NFL. Uh, I don't know what he's even thinking about going to the NFL if Dylan Gabriel wasn't like his grade wasn't good enough to draw him to the NFL. Surely, I mean, that, everybody saw that coming with Dylan Gabriel, right? Like, he, I didn't think he would. It doesn't matter how well he plays next year. He's just a he's a left-handed, short guy. I mean, he's he's a, and his arm strength's not great. Not great arm strength. He's not he's not going to be an NFL quarterback. There's nothing wrong with that. He was a good college quarterback. Maybe one of the best college quarterbacks when it's all said and done. Stat-wise, but because he got that seventh year or whatever. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, I appreciate him. Glad he played for OU when he did. Yeah. Wish you, I wish he would come back this year, to be honest with you. Play a backup role, though. Or whatever. I mean, if he's better than Jackson, let him play. And there you go. There's the deal of – there's the problem with this thinking portal because Jackson would have upped and left. And then you'd have been without a quarterback of the future. I agree with that. I understand that. But if you're – I mean, again, though, if you're – you need to bring a – this is the world we live in. you got to bring a, a top-rated quarterback in every year. And I'll say I'll, hats off to Lincoln. He was good about doing that. I mean, you got to bring – you got to bring – like, Michael Hawkins is I mean, not a bad if you, if, you'd give, if we'd have gave you the chance between – Jalen Hurts and Spencer Rattler that year, most of y'all would have taken, or most of us would have taken Spencer. Oh, yeah. Behind size 2020. No. Jalen's exactly what we needed that year. I, I think what you're going to have to learn as a as a coach is is just that. I think you know where the, the position that – and I think it's proven this year because it's, it's weird – is you either have to recruit a five-star every year to have ready to go. So, like, in the instance of, like, a Dylan Gabriel where Oklahoma may have should have went ahead and brought him back. 
said, hey, stick around, please. And then just say, hey, if Jackson Arnold leaves, we've either got another five-star or four-star kid that's coming in that's a really good quarterback. We got one. Michael Hawkins isn't a bad quarterback. He's not Jackson Arnold good. But he's just the a little bit of a rung below him. Or you're going to have to go out and go get one of these guys out of the portal. But Every who would have yeah. thought that, like, Ohio State's quarterback would have hit the portal? Who would have thought that Washington State's quarterback would have hit the portal? I mean, that's the deal is you're going to have to just go out and say, hey, I'm going to pluck him out of the portal. And, and these are starters. These aren't guys that are just backups. But everybody's kind of doing the same thing. I mean, you, why did Ohio State let him go? There's a kid behind him that's probably a five-star that they were either yeah, going to have to watch Quarterback's walk. a tricky position, though. I mean, it's – they're gonna have to ho- like learn to hold. Almost the, the longer you play it, the better you are. I mean, especially if you stay in the same system. There's a lot of, of five-year guys out there that are average quarterbacks that are gonna be better than a, you know, five-star freshman. And that's the scary part for OU going in to next year. Oh, I mean, that's a great pickup by Oregon. I mean, one it just. Oh, absolutely, yeah. You, you know, you know, Dylan's just gonna fit well. Well, both in of that them. kind of Pacific Northwest culture you know what i mean and then you've got it's going to fit well on that offense and he's, uh, i mean it's, and they're they're going to do well highly likely they win the big 10 next and then year. they got the other guy that's going to sit behind him most likely this year if he doesn't right. beat him for the starter position that's going to be a he'll be a sophomore next year i guess right well, and, and, and i think that's something we you know maybe underestimate is probably how much dylan gabriel did to help jackson arnold progress and you can tell the relationship on the sideline and stuff um you know that 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 veteran quarterback in the room is making all your young guys better. Oh yeah, and, I mean um, he's gonna he's gonna do that at Oregon as well. Well, oh, you've been better off keeping Dylan for another year and going out and picking up a a even if it's a four star transfer quarterback for the future. What if you got the guy from UCLA or that was UCLA? What if you went and picked up Malachi Nelson from USC this year? You kept Dylan Gabriel for next year. Picked up Malachi for for the year after that. That's the thing. Malachi's not coming in. Why not? Because he wants to play. He's not going to play. At he ain't going to play this year, most likely, wherever he goes. You don't think so? No. You might be shocked. Hmm. But quarterback going to uh, the guy going to Oregon, coming from UCLA, five star quarterback. He's going to sit behind Dylan this year. True. I mean, I don't blame him. I mean, the deal is, is. I mean, it's such a tricky thing. It, you think we'll win more games this year with Dylan Gabriel, or I say next next year with Dylan, or with Jackson? Oh, I think you win more with Dylan. I do too. I think I say the long term upside though with Jackson is what you got to look at, and you know it is tricky. But I, and I think, I think probably the way Brent's thinking about it this year is just like you had a veteran quarterback with a five-star sitting underneath him, and now Jackson's ready to go. Now you bring in now you bring in a veteran who's not better but willing to be a backup that just kind of brings the leadership, the presence, somebody that can be a cheerleader for, for Jackson and somebody who can come in and pick up where he leaves off if he gets hurt or anything like that. And I, I think that's why if they don't get a Casey Thompson, they're probably looking for a guy like that. Yeah. I think it's worst case scenario for OU this year too. I mean, you you went into the last two or three games of the regular season where 
so I mean, we, we go. You win the Texas game. You're on track to go to the Big 12 championship game. You go out. You lose the Kansas game. You lose the Oklahoma State game. But you're still not completely out of the Big 12 championship picture. I think if you were completely out of the Big 12 championship picture, I think Jackson Arnold gets to play more. It probably does, yeah. And that would have been better for the future of things. Yeah. I think if you stay – if you're fully in the picture and you actually are going to go – I mean, like, if, if we'd actually made the Big 12 championship game, had an opportunity at a, a real, you know, like a New Year's Six or even like a playoff game or something like that, if you make that far, I, I think you're looking at a deal of where, uh, you know, oh, you got out of this season all that could be gotten out of it. Uh, I think it just kind of fell in that in-between spot where it wasn't bad enough to keep you out of the conversation for Big 12 championship, but not good enough to actually get you into the actual championship game. And because you fell in that in-between spot, you you didn't put Jackson on the field. I think if hindsight's twenty twenty again, if, if Brent would have known we weren't going to make the championship, I think he plays him. I think you just better hope that, that Jackson's as good as advertised. I mean, people talk highly of him. I know they talk highly of him, but hopefully that, you know, and, and you got to trust Brent and the coaches and stuff that they see that they see that, that they know that he's going to be. Well, there's got to be something to him because be. they let Dylan walk. I agree. We'll see. I mean, that's what gives me excitement like, about, the, about the bowl game yeah. and about next year. Well, it's like you said, Caleb, is Dylan Gabriel ever going to play in the NFL? Probably know, not, right? No. Yeah. But, it, but Jackson Arnold. I mean, even though we've never even really seen him play a full game of college football, is he the kind of quarterback does, yes. that could potentially play in the NFL? And he, and that's why you got to go with the upside. Oh, is I agree. Yeah. Terms, right. Yeah. The, the, now, the upside now, outweighs could, the other. At least that's what we hope seems, at this point. And he seems like he's the kind of kid who's got the right head on his shoulders, yeah, right he's attitude, not there, all those you know. things, so that he's not going to like completely melt down either. But um, and, and Gabriel's stable. <laughs> he's a great quarterback. He's going to win you a lot of games. He's mature. He's a great locker room player. All those great things. But he's he 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 won a game against Texas. That was amazing. But he's not, you know, he's not going to blow anybody away. He's not going to be in the NFL. And so, would would it be tempting to go in the SEC with him? Absolutely, it would be. But um, I, I think you got to pull the trigger. I think you got to build for the future, and I think, I think Jackson Arnold's got a lot of upside. I think, I think the big thing is like you said, I, there, there is, there's coaches on that sidelines uh, that have seen this kid and watched him practice, all those things, and in that they haven't, there hasn't been a point where they, they didn't hesitate in letting, letting Dylan walk out of there, so they obviously think he's ready. I mean, I don't know what it is they they've seen in him, uh, and, and you got to think if they thought he needed another year of development, you you got to think they'd have brought Dylan back another year, and said, "Hey, try to stick around for one more year." I yeah. I just I can't believe that Brent would say, "Hey, let's take a, another six win year," because I I don't think I don't think Brent's willing to do that. So in my mind, it, it's it's got to be a deal of where they think they can go and win now with him. So. I'm kind of excited to see how it goes. I'm really pumped. I think he could be as good as Dylan Gabriel next year. I think so too. I, I, think, I mean, I mean the the potential to do that. Yeah. Oh yeah. I I don't think now. I like I said. I, I think 
you're guaranteed Dylan Gabriel is going to play what Dylan Gabriel does. I mean, he he's pretty well <coughs> established the fact that he can, you know, he's going to play like he does. He he's not going to get flustered and things like that. He's proven that this this past season, the year before too. I, I thought he played. Dad's Dad's anti Dylan, but in my mind, I, I thought he played pretty well uh, both seasons. So I, I think you kind of knew what you're going to get out of him. But I also think you know the sky's the limit with uh, with Dylan Gabriel, or you know, excuse me, the limits the sky with Dylan Gabriel, and the sky's the limit with mm-hmm. with a Jackson Arnold. You know, you can, mm-hmm. you can go as high as you want with him. Caleb's mm-hmm. dropping stuff over here. Making tons of sounds, giggling, laughing. Just be quiet. He's questioning my what I use. Well, I think there. a lot of times some of the things we see too is those younger quarterbacks have been thrown to the young guys in practice, and and a lot of times when you graduate some of your receivers, things like that, um, the chemistry, the connection that those guys have would would be better than it would with the starting quarterback who's been thrown to a whole other group of receivers, and so I think that's. I don't know, and I don't know what they'll look like this year because I don't know how many people are returning. But um, I think you got a lot. Of we guys. don't know what we don't know what Dylan Greberville would look like without a Drake Stoops, right? I mean, you exactly. know, I mean? that's the he's been his safety outlet. I mean, that's right. It, it almost seems like every quarterback has one of those. You kind of, I'm I'm excited to see who Jackson Arnold leans on on that. I mean, he's obviously got Drake Stoops this Nick one Anderson. game. I think we'll, Nick we'll Anderson. All be, him. We'll Nick all be Anderson. second guessing ourselves when uh when. Dylan's lighting it up at Oregon, you know, and we end up dropping it our first game. We're all – We wish we had Dylan back. We wish, wish we had both. Dylan back. So, but I, but I think uh, I think we're going to be fine. It's a big danger for the what coaching staff. But, uh, all right, who do you got winning that uh, Arizona-Oklahoma game? I think OU will win it, I think. But, again, I said oh crap about Arizona. I mean – uh, they've had a nice season. I mean, just looking at their their record and who they played and things like that, they had a pretty good season. Uh, I think Oklahoma wins it. I think defensively, Oklahoma's got a ton coming back. They can control the game on the defensive side. I think Jackson Arnold, like you guys said, I don't think he's got to wow anybody this game. I think he's just got to go out and not make mistakes. Manage the game. Manage the game. Get yeah. us a win. I agree with that. I don't know. Again, don't know much about Arizona, but I I do think the the blue collar mentality football teams, you know, both of these in favors those guys. Of um, the the expectation doesn't change because we're not playing in a a playoff. The expectation doesn't change because it's I don't know whatever bowl we're in. You know, we Alamo. we play football. We sh- we show up. We play our yeah, but I'm saying for Brent, I don't. Brent doesn't care if he's in the, uh, you know, the whatever the, the pickle, H bowl the pickle, yeah, preparation H bowl, the pickle bowl, whatever. I mean, we we put on our helmet, we show up on a football field, we have a standard, we have a brand, and Defend the, standard, the expectation yep. doesn't change. And so, uh, I think teams that have that mentality tend to do well in bowling. I mean, I think that's why. If you take like Oklahoma State tomorrow night, I think they'll do well against Texas A&M because they have that kind of mentality yeah. of um, of being consistent like that. And so uh, I will say, I've never so wanted I, to I, coach to succeed more than I have Brent, just because oh he stands yeah, for. I and I mean, right? 
in the world we, I mean, we're in today, I mean, the fact that he, he is genuine, is. like you said, yeah and, yeah, and just stands for more than being just, you know, football. Right. I've never wanted somebody to succeed more than he, than him. So hopefully, right. hopefully he does. I mean, any bowl games you guys are excited to see other than the the Oklahoma game? Like outside of playoff, it's there a bowl game out? I want to see – I'd love to see Florida State just go in there and monkey stomp Georgia, but I don't think that's going to happen. No, they had too many. That'll be the one I watch with hopeful expectation. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was. They had. I don't even. I don't even care if they monkey style them. If they, if they beat them on the last, if they beat them on the last second field goal, I think Florida State should print a banner and hang it up. Yeah, I agree. And then uh, Liberty, who just had the Ole Miss that they were playing. I don't know. I didn't. I couldn't ever look. I like to see Ole Miss or Liberty and Tulane, whoever they play. I like to see them compete at least. I mean, Tulane plays, it, plays uh, tomorrow. I don't know who they play. I can't make remember. It, uh, Respectable and kind of prove that they they deserve to be there. I mean, I'm interested in the. A&M. There's always been one team each year that's been you know whether it's Boise State or uh was was it Utah a few years back? Yeah, Utah that, beat that Georgia. beat Alabama. I mean, beat it, was, Alabama. it was 15 years ago, whatever. I guess yeah, it's now been a long time. Seems like yesterday. Well, they, they shouldn't have been that game, and they were. I mean, but there's always one team, one or two teams. Every Tulane, year Tulane beat USC last year, and yeah. in the yeah. was the Cotton Bowl, kind of deserve to be there, and they don't get the credit they deserve, and I, I just hope that continues this year. I'm I'm excited for the Oklahoma State Texas A&M game tomorrow. I, I'm excited to see how yeah. that goes. Kind of wondering. I'll pull for Oklahoma State in that. It, it's one of those games mm-hmm. that you know you kind of look at, and I, you got to hate the cult that is Texas screw, A&M. Screw A&M. And I don't care if there are. SEC, just watch them get beat. Love to. Um, that one interests me. Um, I, hey, who's USC playing? Oh, can't even remember. I don't remember. I'll have to look it up. Caleb can look it up. I don't. I don't know who they play, but hope they lose it. It'll be a game I watch. I I like bowl season. I I really do enjoy it. I think it was more fun when the players actually played. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I mean, it wasn't all that long Louisville. ago. Louisville may Ooh. beat them. Let's go Louisville. Mm. Let's go. All right. Offensively, Louisville is terrible. If you watch that Florida State-Louisville game, it was atrocious. Uh, I don't know how yeah, much. Yeah, Florida it... State's got a defense. True. SC doesn't. True. <laughs> it, it'll be a fun game to watch. So. Yeah. Uh, last Liberty, thing, Liberty's playing Oregon, by the way. Oh, they're playing Oregon. Let's go, uh, Liberty. Probably ain't got a chance. That's interesting. Uh, but if they do, I mean, yeah, how cool would that be? That'd be a cool win. I mean, they beat Baylor. True. A couple years, a couple years ago. No, but that'd be fun. Uh, last thing I had on my list. I don't know if you guys saw it. Uh, Ryan Miner. Uh, he was a two, yeah. two sporter at OU. Played baseball, basketball. Uh, he passed away this past week uh, at the age yeah, of 47, 49 Excuse me. Um, but uh, sad to see that. I, I always enjoyed watching Ryan Miner. He was probably the first OU basketball player that I can. I remember the name. I'll be honest with you. I don't remember much about him. I remember the name. 
That was about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there wasn't a lot of OU basketball on TV back then, but yeah, watched every now and then they'd come on, and he life. was he was one of the guys I remember seeing. Him was he know. on that? Was he on that '94 national championship baseball team? He he would have had to be right. Yeah, he was. That'd have been Ryan Miner's time. Caleb's looking it yeah. up right now. I'm looking because I don't know. Need a, need a stats man. Well, Hayden shouldn't should should be here, but he he copped out on us. He said he wasn't feeling great. <laughs> but, um, I'm not sure if he wasn't feeling great or if he was wanting to stay home play with Christmas presents and whatnot. Uh, but no, it, it, like I said, uh, if you if you caught any of the OU basketball, they they lost to North Carolina finally, first loss of the season, and they played. Terribly, yes, he was on the '94 yeah. championship team. So Ryan Miner was yeah. on the '94 championship team. Yeah, selected seventh round by the 1995 uh, MLB draft by the New York Mets. He ended up at the Baltimore Chose Orioles. Not to sign. Selected the following year in the 33rd round of the 60, 1996 draft by the Orioles. Yeah, played for the 33rd Orioles. round. 33rd. 30. No, 33rd round. Yeah, 33rd round. That's like. 400th pick. He's down there. He probably made a lot of money. That's off to him. Yep. Doesn't matter. Hard to play in the major league. Made that's a lot, a, of, a lot of competition tough, in major yeah. league baseball. Competing with everybody around the world, too. Oh, yeah. All right. South America, Japan. Yep. We're doing Pops picks today? No, no, no picks, is there? No Pops pass time pick them because Pops ain't here. Oh. Way to freaking go, Pops. Yeah, just going to end on a different note tonight. I'm going to come up with some different things for Pops to do because uh, Pastime Pick'em can't go all through the year. Uh, we're not going to stop doing the podcast, by the way, if you're out there listening. We intend to keep going even though the season has stopped. We'll cover all the other sports that are going on. We're all waiting for softball to start. The old basketball team did not do well. No, they were. Against North Carolina, they lost. They were terrible. They played bad. They played tough. I mean, they it's just, they, th- they turned the ball over like eighteen times. Not great. And then they uh, it was essentially an away game. So yeah, we'll see. yeah, it was supposedly a neutral site game in Charlotte, we're, North we're, Carolina. We're, right. Yeah, we're all waiting to see what that conference play looks like. We'll get a better feel. That's the main thing. Like they they were good last yeah. year until conference, and then it went downhill. So yeah, I'm interested. I'm reserving to judgment till then. Yeah, we'll watch that. And then we got. You know, of course, baseball and softball will be starting up here pretty soon, too. Uh, I think you owe me some money, don't you? I do. I, owe you some, I think I owe you some money, though, too. Some softball ticket money is what I owe you. We owe you some angel cream money? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. We just going to call it good? Probably. Okay. That's fine. If, if that's the case. If, if I still owe you, let me know. We'll see. But, well, it's been another episode of the uh, Sooner Born and Sooner Bread. Uh, we'll probably catch you guys next time. Shane, I saw you had all your kids there for uh, for Christmas. How was that? Yeah, it was awesome. That was good. Not not often that happens anymore. Just get everybody home. So yeah, you got we'll come home. see you guys next week. All right, man. We'll be here. Been another uh, episode of Sooner Born and Sooner Bread. We'll see you next week, guys.